You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga bless. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Charmed. This is season three, episode five, You Do You. Written by Johanna Lee and Christina Pina. Directed by James Gen. I gave this episode an 8.9 out of 10. Had some heartwarming sisterly moments had some bromance and you know i've been waiting for the bromance to unfold even more so in this episode and we got ourselves a little continuation of the mystery of what is going on it wasn't as strong as the last two episodes for me but i still enjoyed myself some of the plot points had me putting question marks on my uh, notepad but overall I really enjoyed it this is the second CW show this week to start off with some hip-hop and I am here for it that is definitely one way to happily get me into the show is some good music and then we see a couple drive up into a convenience store and he says I'll be back in a flash see you then a dude knocks on the window looking like chris angel and i will not roll down my window sir if you were to knock on it like that and then just tell me to roll it down like no my response is i got a gun and i'm screaming at you through the window and that you're being recorded as i hit play on my phone and that's after I start blowing on the horn. Not today, Satan. Not today. He says, Metaham. Shit, I wrote that somewhere. <laughs> I kept writing it wrong in my notes, too. I don't even know what this says. It says, Mietahami. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what they said. But her boyfriend comes out, and to his surprise, it's death waiting for him i thought it was death because for anyone else it probably would have but maybe she only got i mean there was a short distance between them so she probably got up to maybe 10 miles an hour before she hit him with her car and then she gets out of said car and walks away this is one way in which you can end a relationship We check in with Maggie, who is struggling to find a research topic. Her paper is due in one week. And in between moonlighting as a backup dancer for Janet Jackson, she got to find something to inspire her. I was liking what she was putting out. I was like, get it, girl. is back to his white lighter duties that include figuring out what the hell the tablet writing is and trying to decipher it he found a prehistoric drawing of the monster they had slayed in last week's episode and it was found in the kevin kindy <laughs> that's all i got ruins in norway 
and she says i could hug and kiss you or i would hug and kiss you if i could and i'm like i will tonight with my womanizer which is my new battery operated boyfriend who tonight will be named rupert evans mel screams because she knows that's the only way they gonna come downstairs and look at something that she wants to show them on her phone because everybody is too damn busy to look at shit in an app that is very much like tiktok but we gonna call it doordish because doordash and i don't even know dish network had a baby and now it's doordish not only do they post dance videos but weird things that are going around harry says he will pass on taking a look at this app and mel said hair you gotta keep up with the times if you're gonna be dating a younger woman you fucking bitch why you bully me everyone asking oh my god macy's reaction was the cherry on top because she didn't even look at him oh that's awkward first and foremost in any household of color you cannot have thin skin <laughs> they gonna call it how they see it and yes you are an incredibly older man dating an extremely younger woman it's fine you look amazing together and i'm sure the sex is to be envied however you are still practically dust and she is still a noble woman <laughs> mel you petty for that though you so damn petty you know you was thinking about that joke in the kitchen when you called them down <laughs> he was like i know harry ain't gonna be interested in this but he gonna follow because macy with him <laughs> and then I was thinking the first time when they were watching this video how y'all not think that the words they were saying sounded rather magical because we've all watched harry potter and y'all as witches there's a knock on the door a lawyer's coming for you macy you too black not to look into that keyhole get your shit together ma'am <laughs> just open the damn door hello who are you you could be Jehovah's Witnesses. We don't open the door. We're not at home. They'll be knowing you right there. And you'll be like, I don't give a fuck. Move on. <laughs> on behalf of the Shea group, Gloria Lee tells Macy she has uh, inherited ownership of Safe Space. And now command. I'm rich, bitch. I found this to be very apropos for the storyline. And it also cements them. It gives them legitimate income because you got your own potion shop. It's a little legitimate cover for y'all always smoking around with absolutely no business there. Because I doubt actually that Mel has looked in on that shop. It's probably been sold. It's probably a for sale sign. Everything's been packed up and shipped away. And Maggie literally did a no call, no show until termination i'm glad this business gives macy also something other than booing up on harry i'd be attached like glue too but it will challenge her and we see that in this episode as mel encourages that she can handle uh swan's overexcited laundry list of decisions to be made 
because she is macy and she can balance that with her her quest to find a cure for their allergy because she needs to make love at some time once again with harry and hug her sisters but mel has gotten a text to meet with the dean now oh dear we are in trouble jordan meets with harry to go to norway yes i'm going to get the team up i have been requesting with their little field trip but why jordan is dressed like the dude in the price is right game the mountain climber he doesn't but my mind automatically made the resemblance (laughs) i love him so much he also has a tie for a cocktail party tomorrow like any charm mission doesn't kind of go off the rails but this one pretty much stayed this one stayed relatively on on track and he asked harry can you help me tie a windsor knot as it's rather old school and he would know harry says oh it's because i'm the oldest of the old i was like settle down sir it's because you're british then he showed a demonstration on how you tie the windsor and my panties got all types of soggy we learn abby's book was a bus thus he has to continue finding other ways to chip away at the curse and i'm glad he's not being haunted down by that chick in the mare anymore i hope she goes away and it's more like you get a little a little bit of sand comes out each time until the sand's empty let's just stick with that harry tells him that the mission will be dangerous and that there will be reindeer dung and booby traps i was relieved in the next scene to find that mel was teaching the book as extra credit because that completely tells me i can push away my last week's criticism because she wasn't going to just completely disregard all uh all the rules because that's just not how it works and she tells her that this is or rebecca the dean that this has really helped the other students that it has opened their eyes and started a different bit of dialogue the dean says i admire your passion and i respect your dedication and i think you're right this subject is important and i think there should be another book that can be passed in the syllabus it's mine these motherfucking bitch ass niggas mel is still researching topics and antonio stops by to be nice to her that he would be nice to her after she basically called him an idiot in class would have had my guard up like let me watch what i'm typing because this motherfucker is shady he quoted freud this is not someone i would just trust around me and he also could have just wanted to brag about his topic probably stole it from someone else and she sees that there are more murders that are being considered mass hysteria copycats of people killing their loved ones she realizes that they're all saying the same thing and then has a meeting with the sisters one copycat crimes are not like this (laughs) mass hysteria 
that seems like very lazy police work but i digress the women discuss in command and macy realizes the words are in the book of elders with only having translated the word ama that means love is mepta ama see i said i wrote it down somewhere that's when i did it when in doubt google will figure shit out as maggie finds a guy who has mapped all of the the attacks because they think it's aliens <laughs> and they are able to follow the hashtag crazy car lady to find where patient zero was who has been mia since she committed her crime they need to go to the crime scene so maggie can get a vision jordan isn't encouraged by harry's blase manner regarding his safety but trusts his knowledge on all things ancient why because i'm a relic they ask you how you are you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand someone got their period <laughs> oh i forgot to mention in the previous scene that mel had to go back to the college because she has office hours just as he's like man i got these concerns about my age and the jokes that people be cracking when he actually stands up and his back cracks and i've been there so many times it's not even funny I don't know why so many things ache the older you get but it does i've been doing a lot more stretching though at least three times a week i'm trying to increase it to four but it's a lot but i'm trying to to get those aches out and not have to actually spend money on physical therapy because i can't stand physical therapy i think it's a waste harry feels the weight of the microaggressions it's making him feel insecure he tries to say it's not microaggressions but that's exactly what it's called it was more like he gave the word and then harry gave the definition <laughs> in case you don't know what a microaggression is here you go and it's something that is being talked about a lot little things people do to remind you or reinforce you of your stereotype or your place or your identity black people gay people um you know you make fat jokes those little things to that get on people's nerves putting sparkles on someone's desk because they're gay oh i was just because you know no what is everybody every gay man does not like sparkles like bitch bye jordan tells him to do you after he hilariously points out how macy will eventually get older and need diapers in a wheelchair that's not helping jordan as if he doesn't age she'll die before him but that's not a conversation or road they decide to go down but i did and then follows it up with macy loves him for him harry compliments him on his tie and he asks what that is he's like oh no he didn't even ask uh jordan says it's ermies and he was like really jordan is like i sleep at the ymca bruh <laughs> he don't sleep at the ymca <laughs> aka safe space jordan expresses his discomfort being the 6'4 black man law clerk who doesn't really fit in with the yale and harvard bleach club and he kind of feels like he is wearing a costume 
because his life experience is very different harry tells him the firm values his intellect which is true or they wouldn't have picked you however it's always still political and corporate i know and i'm sure many other black women certainly know maybe it's different for black men but black women for damn sure we know we can be the best and still aren't good enough harry finds familiar symbols on a rock still got it white lighter oh look at jordan being his cheerleader and then takes a pick before triggering a booby trap that releases ancient darts and while it was cool seeing harry dodging and weaving rescuing jordan before being struck in the arm he also waited about 60 seconds too late i mean you watch just two go right past you also it looks cold as hell wherever they were and y'all casually just doing this archaeology stuff he in a long sleeve shirt jordan i'm gonna need you to do better and dress him for the occasion or have some long johns under there because that little sweater vest was not doing it it was not with that little hat Mm -mm. this norway y'all face would have had frostbite macy and maggie go to the crime scene maggie offers macy a perfect solution like shay did not actually run his company he had people run it for him except they decided to go a different route called not the white man solution (laughs) and she says i don't want to be a big cheese i don't want to be any cheese i'm lactose intolerant maggie gets a vision and the two go into the woods to find oman carved into a tree and then they find julie hoffman's id shortly before they find the woman herself and she is still stuck in the trance maggie argues for her coming with them back to command because there's people coming and it could be the alien people who are crazy or the police who's not going to believe her whatsoever so they decide to take her back to command and they did come up with a partially good story until i mean i don't know i guess it was as good as you was gonna get they found you sitting in the woods sis so whatever explanation is better than the one you can provide during office hours mel is commended for her extra credit idea and that the one roommate had apologized while she ponders the outdated book being pushed into curriculum back at command julie seems to be controlled still at this point and macy is called away to deal with the shea group business mel is back to take her place i rather love this ingenious way of maintaining the social distance and also allows for multiple interactions with the sister and then they also get to handle their own lives it's very diversified and it's almost as if they stumbled upon this brilliance mel points out how harmful the dean's book is to maggie which she doesn't want to teach not to mention it profits the dean financially not to do so is to be fired however mag's study music alarm goes off and julie responds to it and they decide to do some uh jazz hip-hop number to get her out of the trance it was kind of cool i liked it even if it was a little wonky 
swan tells macy to man up or move on because she's got a whole bunch of ideas for this place to be more than just margarita night and you're not listening girl she does need to acclimate so give her at least two seconds she was a scientist yesterday she is a business owner today julie comes out of her trance and her demon master is not pleased she tells them of oman the demon that seduced her with his attractiveness and his uh mesmerizing eyeballs into sacrificing the thing that she loves the most to prove her love to him jason also isn't dead the relationship probably is and all of the things they tried to do this episode to make sure they would be together again i don't think that's gonna last back at la casa home jordan patches up harry who is distracted by the fact that he keeps coming up empty but you got that photo when as a white lighter he's supposed to protect the charm ones and others by default apologizing for almost getting jordan killed once again jordan's like i'm used to it harry remarks that i've been here since prohibition you're my boy blue and once again calls himself a relic you are but jordan tells him he's still valued especially because of who he is this is all hashtag bromance goals macy calls saying harry we need you something strange in your neighborhood who you gonna call the way in which he teleported away it was like stella got her groove back he is familiar with one oman and knows him as a mythological creature that predates civilization it's never been seen or heard from it gets his life force from the devotion of others and it's tied to greek mythology macy says the best way to defeat a narcissist is to ignore it and i keep telling y'all this just shit about trump leave that man alone let him be over in his corner i'm sure someone hopefully in law enforcement are monitoring him we ain't got to for the next four years just let him be over there frothing i mean if he wants to do everybody some favors and you know ascend his reward hallelujah but harry tells them the answer is in the myth you (laughs) she said what about him (laughs) no you mel says is a part of a tree and in the book there is a you brew which if it's kind of like a narcissist it should do the same trick and this will take care of oman macy calls them both geniuses with harry being all coy you know it was really mel that put it all together i'm not genius i just know ancient shit you just want attention and macy says no you are invaluable to us and like a puppy getting his stomach rubbed he is pleased julie wonders how she is ever going to face jason or explain a damn thing to mags but mags explains that they'll help her with that or erase your memory (laughs) i find that problematic but we'll get there as well 
and then she says oh shit oman is here it's all good because the brew is already made and the texts have been sent and they all meet up on the roof where maggie and julie have escaped harry goes to orb julie away and turns around and says to macy you do you oh no he didn't go go bring all your white people with you because y'all niggas gotta exit right now you know what you did you know what you did writer he was like this is hilarious to me he was like this is gold and you know damn well it was corny as shit he was like i don't care it's funny to me i'm not taking it out and you push this shit forward and you made me listen to it this is how you not get invited to the barbecue stop trying to take his card away stop it now let's clown this demon whose only actual ability is to walk with intention and look into with great intensity he looked like he was walking a catwalk or should be in the originals probably stumbled over from that set piece i don't know if that's even still on cw i never watched it but he definitely feels like he belonged there i'm glad it was very easy to defeat him and that it made sense because he really was just all about my interview with the vampire brad pitt sex appeal macy did fall under that spell and is about to sacrifice her sisters off the ledge of the building when they are able to get through to her and she is able to come out of the trance macy had dropped the potion but mel says why don't you pass that puddle over to me and she turns it into a mirror and because he can't help but look into it and physically uh, marvel at the fact that i'm sexy and i know it i'm sexy and i know it he is defeated another symbol is left behind and it turns out that the monsters are related because it's a family affair it's a family if y'all had not picked up on the fact that i sing a lot it was a trait in the office (laughs) i'm sure many are very glad that i am no longer around another sister moment that's fuzzy this should appease those with the complaint that they wanted to see more sister moments as macy compliments mel on her brilliance and apologizes for almost killing them but is glad that they helped her through the situation maggie wonders how they are so resourceful in the magical world but struggle in the real one but mel thinks that they need to just listen to the voice inside of them jordan ditches the windsor because you're damn right you are a six four black man looking like a whole damn just i mean they should envy you looking that damn fine and you know them white bitches gonna be on your dick so they will be why is swan eating captain crunch dry he needs some milk and then i realized this is a stoner place and then it all made sense 
macy finds her to tell her she was right and finally decides to own her new role deciding the first deal of business would be to open that clinic she was talking about and tells her bravo for having the courage to stand up for what she believes in mel doesn't allow herself to be intimidated telling the dean that while she has valid concerns on the book she acknowledges that it was an attempt at understanding something very few did at the time however this current author i stand by her and from her more you know indated is that the right word that's not the right word but you know what i mean (laughs) relevant there we go her more relevant uh book on the subject since yours has been disproven and trash and you shouldn't even have put it in front of me but she was trying to be a bitch maggie finds her research topic regarding movement and trauma because that's what she doing when she gets her zumba on jason and julie we are told via harry have united happily with their memories white until they're reminded by the million of views and video evidence and probably the police report and the surveillance videos of the fact that she ran your ass down with her car i mean what my slip full fell off the the pedal that that doesn't then why did you run ma'am why did you run into the woods you're a white woman you would have got away i feel like i'm dragging white women today and i apologize to my woke sisters well you know what i mean (laughs) you're still my sisters both wonder where these creatures coming from macy and harry he says it's a mystery wrapped in an enigma that will likely bring more prehistoric mythology creatures and i am down for that i've said all i need to say so let's head over to the feedback got three pieces tonight we'll start with jaylee who says hey christina another month another episode of charmed i really like this episode they saved an innocent and they are trying to balance their regular lives with their charm lives i love it let's do this character by character mel her story is a little thin but i'm glad she has one the stuff with the dean resolved nicely i'm just wondering what's in store for her for the rest of the season i like how she transmutated the puddle at the end it was a clever use of her powers someone on tumblr was complaining about ruby not being there and how it's connected to the show using male sexuality to check a box but my thing is her relationships have been heavily featured in the first two seasons and the problem with rona is that if ruby is more heavily featured it would make the third relationship in this show that is affected by the magical allergy jordan and maggie and harry and macy are already dealing with that do we really need another couple dealing with it too i don't know maybe there's something i'm not understanding about what they said but it makes sense to not have her around right now from a story and a real life standpoint i'm gonna pause there 
and um say that maybe the dean stuff isn't wrapped up completely because she definitely had a look on her face when she was leaving and all she said was you've made your voice heard i don't think it's the end of it because that wasn't like oh okay i see your perspective it was more like you've said what you've said (laughs) um and then in regards to that type of commentary you know i'm not from that community however it, it it's it's like any other fandom sometimes you know with like a black female character you start to default anytime that a relationship is not given that attention that you feel it should be given you know you start making falling back into those ideas of what has come before it and while i can't say that's completely invalid i will say i think that your point is exactly the most logical explanation for it and look rona is affecting many relationships a lot of things i mean even jordan and maggie were not really getting their relationship they've not had any scenes since the technically start of the season so the only relationship that's given any attention at this particular moment is harry and macy and that's because they live together so no i don't think that that's a connection you can make unless you're going to skip all of the logical answers in between so that's my response to that maggie maggie has a hobby yay it's not the social life i envisioned for her but i'll take dance the part at the end with her connecting with julie was weird it was i kind of wish they would have explained it better but i'm glad she was able to break through and that led to her find uh led her to find a topic for her paper i was so proud of her at all episode she's growing so much and it's amazing to watch i will say antonio is cute girl bye i didn't see his face all that clearly last episode but homeboy is nice looking now i'm done complimenting <laughs> let's move on to <laughs> i don't even know why you even put that in there like i'm supporting that and not at all you will never ever undo what has been done with that big old fat stain that erases any attractiveness that may have been there and i don't even see it there macy i think macy and safe space was maybe an example of them putting too much b plot in their stories i know each sister has their own stuff going on that they are trying to split their focus between but safe is safe space is a big part of their lives macy being pulled between a demon of the week hunt and dealing with the safe space could have been a whole arc or an episode subplot maybe what i'm trying to say is not everybody has to have something to do every single episode i'll finish i'll let you finish it would be nice if they focus on individual characters and followed them for a whole episode or half instead of splitting focus every single time i'm rambling i honestly thought macy was going to sign safe space over to swan or make her head of the operations but she kept it and i'm curious to see where this goes or is it just a thing that will come up every now and then 
like now we have a reason why maggie doesn't need to be a manager anymore let's not talk about it again they didn't she fired let's briefly talk about macy looking straight at that demon after maggie explicitly told her not to why because it had to happen how immobility power is pretty sweet but i wish they had done more with the vanquish maybe macy could have chased them and they used the allergy to knock her out and get away from her i don't know it was a little anticlimactic for me the writers have painted themselves into a little bit of a corner with the allergy and they need to keep or get more creative also macy and swan are somewhat opposites it's an interesting dynamic if you think about it that's true and that's where i'll pause to address what i was gonna say uh i don't think that it's just to give her something to do uh i think it's important that each character have something to do because otherwise she's just going to be chasing harry around and that's not what i want so if this is the solution to that i'm totally fine with it and it gets her into being as you stayed out of her comfort zone she's used to being behind the scenes you know figuring the stuff out in the labs and now she might have to be the face of something and represent something and that could be a scary position to be in and now she has kind of this building that she can start making actual statements uh going forward if you remember when the first when they first introduced safe space it was supposed to be kind of this uh borgies is that the right word borgios type of environment very liberal is what i wanted is the best way to sum it up so giving her a platform in which to speak on and she can use different things in the building to touch on that i think that's a creative way to start utilizing not only that set piece but to incorporate more storylines in said set piece so you don't have to do so much um with the characters all in one place if that makes sense so i thought it was a fairly smart move and then i agree that the fight was anticlimactic but i didn't have a problem with it because it fit the villain and it it didn't need to be given more time than the villain was given and that that's perfect it was almost the c plot of the episode for magic this week and i'm fine with that i think that's okay to have just a one-off especially if you're doing a villain of the week it doesn't always need to be a whoo a huge villain to take down it's you know sometimes just a minor nuisance (laughs) that's what that guy was harry and jordan the stuff about harry's age wasn't unwarranted but it did seem random and slightly tacked on i will admit i laughed entirely too hard when harry's back cracked i about cried the line about abby's book not really helping jordan makes me feel like his curse is on hold for now until they can resolve him and maggie but we'll see their quest was cool but what did it accomplish it just once again feels like the plot is spread a little thin not as thin as last season but still kind of thin i guess if all the threads led back to the main plot it'll be it'll be cool to watch it all come together quick question when people talk about chasewood harry and jordan's ship name i was about to say who's chasewood is that a character i don't know on twitter they're shipping them as bros right girl i don't know (laughs) i don't follow these things 
<laughs> I don't get too deeply into I meet some really cool people in fandoms, but I, I don't immerse. So I didn't even know there was a, a ship name. And if it's bro or bromance, I'm sure there are some that are on both aisles. But sometimes I want to like, uh, not romantic styles, right? Because sometimes I want to like Chase with tweets, but I'm never sure of their context. Having both Jordan and Harry be unsure of their place in the world was an interesting contrast. I hope they have more bonding moments. I'm also still rooting for White Lighter Jordan too. Yeah, you keep that dream alive. And I would say it would be uh, like, what did they accomplish if it wasn't for the fact that they did get a photo of some further clues? Now, I don't know what that means. So there, there's your thin, but I don't care. I could just watch Harry and Jordan walk around and talk about things because sometimes people don't need to do shit either. They could just sit in the room and people would complain about that. And that's the sad part about TV. If you let characters do one thing, it's like, well, we have to give give them something so it's going to be not the most exciting. It's not going to be a whole lot of a story. Or they could just sit at the house and look at the context clues with neither having an answer and just talk about their problems. But then people would say, well, they didn't do anything all episode overall she continues i really like this episode i like that it focused on the sisters and that they're saving innocence i also like the little details with them getting used to not being near each other when maggie and macy ducked under the police tape they made sure to step apart first then duck and macy stepped behind the portal when maggie helped julie through then she jumped through i noticed that too I'm also really invested in the overall mystery. The demons they are fighting predate recorded history. So how will they find information on them? I hope they get more creative with vanquishes. Maybe even have a demon that isn't affected by their power. So they have to find another way to get rid of it. Or maybe one that takes multiple episodes to take down. Or even a fight scene that's a little more involved. You as needy as fuck. <laughs> I'm so happy with this season's trajectory and I'm excited to see what's next. I get what you're saying though. Like you want to see it pushed a little bit, elevated a little bit further. I just don't know if that's going to be plausible given the circumstances of filming. Because it's not just the actors. It's also the crew and where the cameramen are and where the directors posted and you have to be very cognizant i've actually watched a behind the scenes on it it's like so fucking it, i mean i am i have a new respect i should say for how it is filming under such odd circumstances because you do have to market because they're responsible for the safety I mean, that's a lot of pressure if someone tests positive for COVID. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's a risque thing that they're doing, even though they're taking all the precautions like any other uh, job would do. But it's still when you're trying to film something and you want to get shots that you would prefer to have. Like, I know that when they were filming the Jordan 
and Harry scene, they had to, you could see it if you wanted to sit and focus on how they had to film that and versus how they would have filmed it pre pandemic. If, if you want to ponder it, it's there, but they still try to find, I think very creative and still finding creative ways to work around that. I don't know how much more they could creatively stretch it, but I, I applaud them the job that they're doing question at the beginning of last season the sisters were meant to become the head of the magical community now that they're back will they retake that position or is it not going to come up again i think that would be a great storyline for mel i think that that would be a storyline for season four (laughs) okay that's all for now peace hair grease and black girl magic yeah i think they're still head of the community i think they just um I think that they're just gonna have to pause some certain things because they need a bigger staff they they need things that um are required if they're going to do those types of storylines any type of justice so kind of doing a monster of the week kind it eases it and the overarching theme is getting their allergy removed so that (laughs) they can actual have contact again and for us in in the real world it's this fucking vaccine that will hopefully provide the rest of us with herd immunity (laughs) hearing from you as always we have some audio feedback from mimi so let's hear what she has to say what up christina it's mimi sending in feedback for charmed season three now, this is going to be my feedback for episode three, four, and five, so be ready. Um, I shouldn't go over too long. I'm hoping I only go like maybe like 12 minutes, but your girl is caught up. Um, I've had some really, really long days at work. Like, I mean, my work hours are different from like yours. I know you've been busy because of, you know, the the climate of texas and the south getting all that snow and you know with insurance i'm sure you've been getting your behind kicked as well but for me it's been a lot because i normally only work well technically it's 36 hour work weeks for me because i work three 12 hour shifts but these three shifts i've been working have been kicking my butt i do all my shifts back to back because it just makes my life easier on the days that i'm off because life doesn't revolve around nighttime schedules even though I work from 7 p.m to 7 a.m I got to get back to my life and my child on my days off so I usually just from Sunday through Wednesday morning I'm just working these three days I've been getting my behind kicked constantly Um, I'm on floors where they give me really heavy patients and then I end up spending my entire 12 hours minus my lunch break because if I don't eat something I'm gonna kill somebody like basically I get rage when I'm hungry like it's not even hangry it's beyond that so those I'm like literally running and then finally I give report at seven o'clock you know between seven and seven thirty and then after that I gotta go sit down and chart everything I did because I'm one of those people that I need y'all to see my time like I am here three four hours after my shift doing everything that I couldn't do on paper because I was in there doing it with the patient and y'all are going to pay me for all of this time that y'all did and I want y'all to see how y'all like screwing me 
I understand I'm a float nurse. I am literally um, in a float pool of nurses that float throughout the hospital. That's my job. And we do get paid more and people be trying to take advantage of that. It's not a whole lot more. It's really not. But it's more than what the base pay of the average nurse that does the like, you know, that's doing the same job as me with the same experience would make. But that's a part of being float. So I've been working like 44 hours, 40, like between 42 and 44 hours in three days because I'm working 16, 17 hour shifts and it's been killing me. So my days off, I like knock out and then (laughs) I sleep the whole day away and then I end up being up in the morning and then after doing everything, I'm tired. Like I feel like I'm a morning person, but I'm not, I'm a night person. So it really ruins my day. So I've been behind on a lot of stuff and I've been trying to catch up, but you know, on my days off between trying to make sure I maintain my work out schedule so I don't fall behind and I don't get lazy and I don't gain all that weight back and trying to engage my son and trying to help out my sister. I haven't had time to watch a lot of TV. I've been trying to read this damn expanse book and it's bothering me because every time I get good into it, something happens and I got to put it down. So I told myself that I'm going to get caught up on these shows and don't watch nothing else. Watch the shows that's on this calendar and then read this book because my other book is coming out next week and I need to be ready for it. So I'm trying to get caught up. I finally am caught up on Charmed. I watched all the episodes. I listened to all the podcasts and I'm ready to go. So I'm just going to go through my notes here just so you so we can talk about the little points that I have um, per episode. I don't remember exactly what happened because I watched literally all of them together and then I watched the last the newest one I think it was Sunday I watched that one Sunday and then I listened to all the the the, the podcast so for um episode three of season three first I want to say that I love this new direction that they're going in and I feel like that's been pretty common amongst everyone that's that's been sending in feedback um I was over the Julian and Abby and the dark lighter I know you love him Christina but Jimmy was just an obstacle that was unnecessary like they weren't giving us the love triangle we wanted like we wanted Jimmy and Harry and Macy love triangle but they were giving us Julian and Harry and that's not what I wanted so I mean I was like if y'all not gonna use the dark lighter then why is he here Like, that's how I felt about Jimmy. I just felt like they had a story and then they decided they didn't want to do it anymore. I personally always felt like Julian was a good guy. And I thought maybe he would turn into a white lighter because he did risk his life to help everyone. But I feel like I was the only one that was okay with Julian. I didn't want him with Macy, but I would have been okay with him helping out the girls, especially when he found out that his uh, aunt was trash. Um, I still to this day don't understand why Vivian was so butthurt and why she hated, you know, magical creatures so much. I feel like there was a story there and then maybe the pandemic happened so we couldn't flush it. I'm not sure, but I'm glad they got rid of it. Like they were like, yeah, let's just trash this. And the way that they use this, you know, the pandemic six feet apart, no, no physical kissing and all that stuff to make a story out of it like now they can't do that stuff because they have an allergy against each other like that's so creative and I love it 
I love it. And I love the mystery behind the relics and then these new ancient creatures. It does remind me of another show that I watch, but I'm not going to make the comparison because Charmed is doing it better. Um, so um, I loved in episode three, um, Maggie and Jordan. I mean, I thought they were going to be related. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even going to pretend like that wasn't my theory. But, you know, Christina, I'd be throwing theories all over the place and they're always wrong. So I'm glad I was wrong on that one because Jordan is the bomb and I love him. I love how he be making sure that not only Maggie's good, but he be he be helping out everybody. He he noticed like he's very. um, What's the word I'm looking for? He very observant. And he notices when someone isn't right and he notices it. And not only does he notice it, but he actually tries to help. And that in itself is so cute. I love the twist about the Kappa and it turned out to be the stars because Maggie was really sitting there dragging herself about how dumb she was. Everybody has a past. You know, I I try not to regret anything that I do, even when all my dumb decisions, because I know that without them, I wouldn't be who I am now. Granted, when I was going through that stuff, I was mad as hell and I was pissed and I felt stupid. And I even said that to myself. But I know now, you know, as a almost 38 year old woman, that if it wasn't for all of the crap and the stupid choices that I made or the hurtful things that happened to me, my life would not be where it's at right now. And I'm happy with where I am. I'm happy with my career. I love my son. I love Darren. I am happy. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, doing headstand, keg stands and getting toasted. You know who you are now. And you were young and in college. That's what college is for. <laughs> um, I do. I Okay, so I want to talk about Abby because um, I told you if they made her a demon again or made her evil. I was like, I'm done rooting for her. Like they I feel like they wanted us to to be all about her. I knew the Jordan and Abby thing wasn't going to happen. And I don't I don't want Abby with Mel because I don't like Abby's character I don't like the flip-flopping it reminds me of the um original charms because I did watch that one of the the sisters dated a guy that she fell in love with we found out he was a demon and then he tried to be good and then he was a demon again so it just kept going back and forth and eventually he became the source and he was trying to kill the charm ones again but then he was trying to use the sister to kill the other ones like I can't be okay with that like this this is a, the worst kind of toxic toxic relationship. And now Abby's a full demon. Like, that's what I'm gathering from what we saw. She decided she wants to be evil. And that's fine. But don't be trying to, you know, at the end of this season, make her redeemable and we're supposed to love her again. No, if she's going to be a villain, let her be a villain. You can like a character that's a villain. That's fine, too. But don't be trying to flip-flop like that and I hate when shows do that like either you want them to be evil and turn good and they stay that way or you want them to be evil and they stay evil like don't do back and forth because all it does is irritate the crap out of me okay so now I want to talk about um episode four this is all might blend together but I don't want to be too long so I'm just like going off the, the really important things that I talked about um, that I wanted to talk about. So um, you had brought up in your feedback that, you know, Mel introduced in the book, you know, after the dean told her no, 
that's like very disrespectful and you shouldn't do that and I'm glad that we got in episode five that she did an extra credit she probably should have just did extra credit to begin with like to me (laughs) not saying it's right but I rather ask for forgiveness than permission so I would have like knowing that you know introducing a book that's not on the syllabus is not okay I would have just done extra credit too um I, all the college students I know used to do extra credit because it allowed them to do the bare minimum the next time. <laughs> um, I should say all, but a lot. Um, I also would like to point out that whenever I'm talking to someone, like like really having a debate with them and they bring up Freud, that's a good way to make me stop listening to you. Because anybody with any kind of education know that Freud was a damn fool. Like the stuff he said didn't make sense. And like when you read his work, it's like, do you do you even hear yourself? Like you're not even like you're contradicting yourself like you're uh, an idiot. Um, I didn't know about the drugs and all that stuff, but it all makes sense. (laughs) But I know that every psycho like entry level psychology class I've ever took and talked about Freud because you have to talk about the history. You have to talk about the beginning because then you can't you know see where it ends but I've never read anything in any type of psychology book and that's what my degree is in where they talked about Freud like anything other than a fucking idiot like nobody respects him and no self-respecting psychologist is gonna be doing therapy using that stupid ass theories like it's just not a thing and the fact that that professor didn't correct him just says a lot about him I, I'm sorry and anybody shipping Maggie with that moron is they're they're an idiot too and I said it yeah I that's how I feel about you I I can't respect anybody who has the audacity to bring up Freud in an argument like you sir suck and I'm sorry if he was interrupting me the way he interrupted um Mel I'm sorry Maggie I wouldn't have like I, I mean I understand she has panic attacks I probably would have got kicked out of the class for dragging a teacher. It's like, and you're such a misogynist that you're allowing him to cut me off like I'm not talking and then have the nerve to get mad at me for defending myself. You, sir, aren't doing your job as a, te- as a teacher, so I'm going to have to do it for you. And since you think it's okay for him to interrupt me, I'm going to interrupt you every time you got something to say and I don't agree with it. And see how you like that. That's what I would have said. And I probably would have ended up getting booted out of class. But it's fine because my point would have been made. And I'd have marched my simple ass right on to the dean and made a complaint. You're not gonna you not gonna disrespect me in an entire classroom like that, motherfucker. My money is what gets you here, okay? If it wasn't for me and my money, you wouldn't have a job. Um, one of the other things from season or I'm sorry episode four that I'm confused about is that you know the Macy I should say the Hacy sex because but sing me if I'm wrong didn't we see Macy and Harry in bed together like that first time they decided they wanted to be together like they were in bed rolling around because I remember having a panic attack and being shocked to death and fainting a couple of times because I was not expecting that you know usually my ships never become canon or We just don't get to see like super sexy love scenes like that. So I remember seeing them together and I'm assuming that they smashed. But the way Macy was talking, it sounded like they had never had sex. Now, was she just saying they haven't had it in a while 
or that they did not have sex because I'm pretty sure they have. And um, I love the way she was taking charge of um, and being real, like overly flirtatious with her sexual comments. Like that's the kind of Macy I'm here for because her, I don't even remember that, that other dude, um, what the, the black dude, Calvin, I think was his name. I don't remember, but I hated him <laughs> and I wanted to root for him, the black guy, but he was terrible. So this Macy being confident in her sexuality, knowing what she wants and saying it is the kind of Macy that I needed her to be when Abby was all over her man. So I'm here for it. Like I was like sitting there like, yes, queen, tell him what you about to do to him. And I could see how it could be too much for someone because, you know, the other Macy wasn't like that before, but I was here for it because it just shows that they have a mature a relationship. This isn't the relationship of an uh, innocent, naive girl that we met in season one. This is a grown woman that know her body, know what she wants, and she know who she loves. And she has no problem telling him. Like, to me, that's that's growth. And I am proud of her. I, I loved every second of it. And that's the way I saw it. But I can understand why someone else would see it as her, like, doing too much. Like, I get it. But I'm seeing it the other way because I felt like, that just shows the kind of relationship she has. I'm a strong believer that if you can't be with someone and tell them exactly what you want them to do to your body and don't want them to do, that's not a very mature relationship and y'all probably shouldn't even be together. So I'm here for this kind of hasty. Um, okay, so I'm almost done. I'm gonna go to this episode five. Oh, before I talk about this um, last episode that we saw, the newest one, I wanna say, I think it was Jaylee that, that brought up the um, sisters original powers I love those powers too and um, I was really sad when they uh, got rid of those powers but I think um, in my personal opinion is they're trying to steer away from the original because I don't know if y'all saw the the way that the um, original cast like uh, I can't remember her name Rose McGowan they were like dragging this charm and they and they even admitted that they never saw it like how dare you like this show is good and it fits with the times like your show was your show and it worked because of the time you put that stuff now kids aren't gonna watch it it's not relevant and that's how tv is and i feel like that's why they're doing this that's why they got rid of the powers they're trying to be completely opposite of that show like they have the same name it's the same premise but it's different and I and I could be wrong but that's my personal opinion on why they got rid of the sisters powers and gave them new ones and I don't think that they're gonna go back and I'm fine with that but I did I did like their old powers and I like that Macy was had demon powers like that was that made her different and they I mean they could bring that back because that wasn't in the original charm but I I just wanted to point out that I liked those powers too so the last the last thing that I don't want to talk about from episode five like I I loved the bromance between um Jordan and Harry I don't know why but that was like so great to me I freaking loved every second of it I need them to be a team like they're the only ones that can be around each other right now so please please lord give me this bromance um the way harry was mad that he was old was the cutest shit ever like he kept making those like passive aggressive ass comments and jordan like side-eyed him like 
dude, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you okay over there? Like, he kept, like, asking him, and then Harry would just brush it off. But he was mad. He, oh, like, I mean, I get you never paid attention to the fact that you were, that you're older than them. But, I mean, you were born in a different century. Like, your grandson is a great-grandpa. Like, dude, you're old. Like, it's fine. And, and it's fine. You live forever. You don't age. But you got to be okay with it. And you got to understand that you have knowledge there that no one else has. Like, you're probably one of the only people on the planet that would be able to decipher these relics. Because you have knowledge that no one else alive would have. So he has to get over that fact. Um, and I don't even think the sisters realized that they were hurting his feelings when they were calling him old, which was super cute. And I just love how Jordan was there for him. Like, oh, my God, such besties. Ugh, ugh. And the last thing I want to talk about, like, there's other things, but I'm already over but the, the 17, 16, 17 minutes I told you I would be. So I just want to say the last thing I want to talk about is... Um, I want to talk about um, Jordan, not Jordan, Macy getting safe space. I don't know how, but that was something I just assumed he was going to do. He'd been in love with her from the second he saw her. And I feel like he changed his will immediately after they had sex. (laughs) And nothing was going to change him from giving her safe space. But I, I feel like certainly after he found out his sister, or not his sister, his, yeah, his sister wasn't, getting better and his aunt was lying I feel like he definitely changed it and I feel like he probably left her some money too um she's gonna be like Barry she's just gonna be rich and just doing whatever she wants and save space I really hope um this comes in handy with the storyline but um I'm not surprised she got safe space it makes sense to me um I'm gonna end it here so um can't wait to listen to your feedback and your thoughts on this episode i love the direction this is going in and i agree with all the points i personally like maggie's hair curly i didn't like the bangs though but i don't like bangs like that on people with you know rounder shaped faces it just doesn't always work but i love the curly hair and i like that she's wearing her hair natural like that so um until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out That was our queen, Mimi, with her thoughts on the last three episodes. And I'm glad that you are caught up. Hooray. And girl, 44 hours and three days, that would murder me. I would not have any energy to give anyone at all. (laughs) And very true. I love Jimmy to the end. You just can't take him from me. But the triangle did not go the way that we all wanted and they sure as shit did kick him to the side and you talk about maggie and jordan related yes your theories are the worst (laughs) but sometimes you'd be right sometimes you'd be right i will say preach do you boo do you i'm trying to resurrect my whole phase because what you were saying in regards to you can't re- regret your life choices or you if you not if you're currently proud i'm currently proud i'm hella proud once again i'm trying to resurrect some of those times i'm not sure that abby went evil but fair on the no flip-flopping i agree i don't like flip-flopping at all i i don't know what the fuck she did i don't i don't know I don't know if she went evil or she just went demon. I I don't know if we can really say they're both the same. 
seeing as we both want maggie to her macy fuck see you name people with the same m name and every parent in the world goes into which kid is you (laughs) and start naming all of them but yes we both want macy to have her demon powers back so i don't know if demon and we can equate that with evil not everyone but i don't i'm not here for no flip-flopping either if she decides after this point she's coming back to be a problem then she's a problem and i don't know how anyone can consider antonio for shit because he doesn't seem like he's very smart unless he cheated off of someone and yes harry and mac they did smash she was just missing it calvin i don't know who you are yes i do too like the confident sexy macy love your opinion on the the charmed og powers and why you think they have their current powers that's something that's an insight i won't have because i never watched the og charmed and i can't believe they was really out there in them streets from this 10 year ass old show talking about oh y'all stuff is shit and ain't even watched it rose mcgowan have you seen your face that is fucking disgusting shannon dory don't have a career what what, what are y'all y'all what t- even dancing with the stars turned y'all asses down so i don't know why y'all would jump into anyone's mentions except to be karen's talking about the reboot no one asked you to have your opinion here um and i laughed out loud when you said change this will immediately after they had sex you is right about that <laughs> it's like i don't even care if you love me back macy clearly clearly last but not least we have liliana coming in with her feedback on the episode she writes in to say good day christina if i have not mixed up your name if i am i'm sorry i can't get over how punny the title of this episode is with the narcissist legend getting so well played on throughout the episode at least or at least i thought it was clever the opening montage hyped me up so much for the episode i love me a good montage i wasn't expecting the dancing that we were teased on interviews to be done in this way i was expecting it to be done in some sort of one-off episode like a musical or something similar i'm so glad i hate musicals but i liked how they worked it in for maggie's psych study plot yeah i'm so sorry i butchered that host <laughs> everyone usually looks well put in this show but damn maggie's style with the new hair is amazing i am wondering though if antonio can come up with an interesting research subject like the one he spoke of then why the heck did he try to use freud in the previous episode because he cheated i'm glad they are only making him a jock type character and that he seems to have smarts does he i got a wild theory that he's magical though we haven't really seen him get close to maggie but i'll see how accurate that guess is as the season goes huh do i want him to be magical not really i like that we got to see harry and jordan talking and bonding over stuff 
when they are together it feels like harry gets to be the one who hears and learns from jordan rather than being the one who always does the speeches and life lessons i really like the jordan subplot about feeling he had to fit in jordan getting dressed and ready at his gym though makes me think he lives there (laughs) i told you he lives at the ymca he also just tossed a probably expensive tie in a public place he was lying about that tie that's why he said it was hermes because he don't know what the hell it was it came from walmart he could have at least kept it you know you never know when you're going to need a formal tie that's his freaking home as you stated so it was kind of like just putting something on your couch even from beyond the grave julian tried to be sweet on macy and she's not having it macy and swan were an interesting team up i felt it gave macy a chance to learn to think about others point other others point of view point of view a bit more i always felt that there was a thing she that was the thing she struggled with being an only child it's a thing that contrasts with mel who we were told tried to be there for maggie in place of a parent making it seem she has to or she has had to learn to consider others growing up so it also adds to the sister's dynamic a bit in my opinion that's a really great observation it's just really terrible that it's late and i'm starting to wane (laughs) but i will try not to butcher your next paragraph the team up also makes swan feel less one-dimensional to me i'm glad they're still going to have someone who isn't fully in the know about the magical side of things in the show and now that jordan has joined in on the magic adventures good on swan for sticking up for her beliefs against her new boss and getting through her anxiety eating out of the box of cereal was relatable to me which is an unexpected thing for me to say about someone who was all about gluten-free food and health drinks yuck harry's body (laughs) i mean do you (laughs) you do you (laughs) but i'm over here uh eating my ribs harry's back cracking was also relatable thinking about relatable moments yep we old as hell i like that they did i like what they did with the dean and the textbook it really felt accurate where some professors will push a certain will push certain things for personal gain over educating students to their best of their abilities mel seems like a cool teacher to have strict but willing to help if you really wanted glad she didn't get into more trouble over rocking the boat but i know i don't know if i trust the dean fully i don't i don't think she's magical just going to butt heads with mel over a lot of beliefs probably the writers confirmed over twitter that the demon was the thing we saw coming out of the rift in the end of the last episode so i'm guessing or i'm still guessing alternative dimension demons crossing over after magic got unbalanced with the tree almost dying mel and macy working together to default the demon was nice considering those two don't team up much i like the effects for when the guy vanished uh is it vanished or vanquished to vanish yes as well as the silvery symbol hopefully captain america (laughs) harry and his defective white board can figure things out he needs barry allen he knows what to do with those white bird boards jesus 
peace hair grease and black girl magic it's nice hearing from you too liliana i hope you guys are all having a wonderful week we are almost through with it it's friday tomorrow so i don't got a paycheck to go with uh the day off but i'll take the day off if you want to send feedback on the next episode you can send that to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast on podbean stitcher itunes spotify wherever else good podcasts can be found my social media will be below remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic